Ain't That Swell presents Chords. Mega, welcome to Ain't That Swell, brother. Thank you for having me. Yeah, my pleasure, my pleasure. I was uh, reading an interview with Jerry Lopez the other day. Just randomly, I looked down at this magazine, Bali Belly, and there was just this one quote, and it's Jerry yeah. was explaining that uh, samadhi means yeah. enlightened consciousness. The um, English translation. It's a lot meaning actually. Like yeah, enlightenment consciousness, just being like be present, mm. and then um, just like a blissful too. You know, just right. Yeah, it's interesting. It's a neutral, a neutral, right. neutral term. Awareness. Awareness, yeah. Interesting. Because yeah. the, the literal translation, I guess, uh, means like mega enlightened consciousness. That's what your name would mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, yeah. That's a pretty good name. Oh, it's the, it's the best. I it's love pretty, it. Pretty good name. I, I love it, man. Yeah. And I found out today your, your brother is named Yoga. Yeah. Yoga enlightened consciousness. Yeah. I mean, actually, my real name is Yoga too. True. Yeah, I got Yoga Samadhi, but then uh, my nickname just Mega. Interesting, man. Yeah. It's weird that actually um, Mega means cloudy in Indo. That's why my, my, my parents actually um, changed the name after I born. Right. Yeah. Oh, interesting, interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm, my name is actually uh, Jed Om, like uh, has Om on the Om, end of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Uh, I guess, uh, yeah, there's some synchronicity there in the <laughs> yeah. way we were named. Yeah, yeah. Ultimately, I mean, like... Yeah, all, all names have to be have, have a meaning, isn't it? Yeah, and you do know? you think uh, these names, the meaning of them comes true, maybe? Um, in some way, I think so, right? It's, it, in Balinese, it's called like, if you carry a name, it's based on... Uh, it, and the name is based on your personality or like what what you want to become mm. they kind of like ref, reflects each other you know like hey your name is this and then your your mind is like oh this is what i have to be mm. you know like it's it's you know yeah you know what i mean like okay if you know name is um i don't know destroyer it's like Fuck, i'm gonna go destroy people you know like kind of like yeah it, yeah it, it, yeah it, it, i look at uh Donald Trump, and he's just always trying Trump. to trump people, man. Yeah. Just always trying to be the top dog and the biggest mouth. So, I mean, that's <laughs> our parent. <laughs> well, that's our, you know, our parent want us to do. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, I man. Think, I think it did. The, yeah. Tell us a bit about your parents, like, um, and where you grew up. Like, what did your parents do for work and to make money and provide for you guys? Um, yeah, my parents basically from here, from Ulus, like Pichatu area. Um, my mom, like, she's a, a manku, and my dad too, actually. And then my mom just selling, like, ceremony stuff, like Bantan, we call it, you know, every ceremony. But it's pretty good. I like to take over the business when I get older. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. And, and manku are uh, just for our Australian listeners and American listeners is priest, basically. Priest, yeah, because yeah. we have, like, um, it just, we have a, a few type of priests, you know, like, so there's, like, a lower, like, stuff like yeah so which is like first rank and like now mid rank yeah yeah and now you are you know you are the reincarnation obviously of, of your parents and this bloodline yeah. so you are in line yourself to become a priest um i think so yeah i mean um when when we born they ask like a priest or juju like oh who is his reincarnation from like blah 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 what he's like what you call it um we call it garis tangan right what's that uh future or future or, yeah, yeah future what is future it's like oh they they tell they tell me i'm gonna be a priest which is you know that's my my ancestor and our bloodline so in the future when i'm get older so i'm I, I, that's why i want to continue my mom business and then be, become a priest Mm. So win, win double. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, just a, a nice karma too, you know, like helping people and, and guidance mm. like the, the, the people. It's really interesting. I mean, it's so cosmic that two of the, the greatest, or in my opinion, the greatest Balinese yeah. surfers of all time 
uh, you know, one of them is sitting in front of me. Oh, you, thank you. And, I mean, uh, wanna be. <laughs> <laughs> yourself and uh, yeah. uh, Marae Kasim, like yeah. also Manku Kasim, you know, uh, yeah. bo- both priests or bo- both in yeah. line to become priests, yeah. both holy men, yeah. but also two of the most high profile and, and talented surfers oh, uh, from the area and also both from the Bukit Peninsula. Yeah. It's pretty trippy, man. Yeah, I mean, um, Madek, Actually, yeah, I, I look I look up to Madikasim a lot. You know, he's a, a role model. I mean, he's a successful businessman, and then now he's just left kind of like this business, and then become a priest. That's I think it's a good um, um, example. You know, because now it's actually like you know I think everywhere in the world I I kind of like you know just kind of watch people like you want to be a like some people not a lot. You know, some people do want to be a priest just because of a social, um, what you call it? Social status. Status, mm. you know. Um, I mean, it's a lot of here, you know, like people want to be called Manku or Jero. And then I don't want to be like that because um, actually um, I told my mom like, hey, look, I'm, I'll do it when I'm a bit older, you know. I'm doing with the, the head cover and stuff, wearing all white. Mm. And then I'm still quite young and I just want to, you know make my business bigger and um, go party once in a while mm. and then, you know, having fun. Living balance, yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then after that, then, and then, we, so we know the bad thing and then we know how to guidance people through the worst. Yes, mate. Yeah. That is such yeah. an important point because yeah. uh, I had Kobe on the podcast uh, a few days ago and this is something we're talking about a lot, like, you know, he made some mistakes growing yeah. up, but also from a very difficult home. And yeah. I grew up actually quite similar. Yeah. Uh, and all of the bad things that we experienced, yeah. and but we, we were able to survive it. And now we're in a position to speak to people yeah. like us. Yeah. Whereas yeah. if you didn't go through those things, you don't know. You don't know. And you cannot talk to the people going through True. those things because they don't listen True. to people who haven't experienced something yeah. similar. So it, it's like the more darkness that you go through, um, and then once you step into the light, you're able to, to reach deeper into the darkness. True. I mean, like no offense to like, I, I come up, I have a chat with this random guy. He says like, oh, what you do? Like a life coach was like, oh, how old are you? I'm 19. I was like, shit, you barely know the world. How come you become a life coach? You know what I mean? It's, it's like that. You, you want to learn some, someone that from experience mm. and then like through that, that that's like, you know, like, Kobe and stuff, you know, we've been to us, we've been through so many like, you know, experience that mm. we can, you know, I'm not going to tell someone that I don't know. Mm. No, it's such so, a good point. Yeah. You, you cannot, unless you're, uh, you know, the Dalai Lama and you've been training since you were seven years yeah. old and meditating in caves, yeah. it's unlikely that by 19 you're going to have a whole lot of <laughs> wisdom to you share. You know, yeah, like, I mean. What are, what are some of the roles that... Um, you are asked to fulfill in your community being in the position that you're in? Being a leader, mm. that's for sure. A spiritual leader and a social leader, that's for sure. It's like a role model. Mm. And then, um, yeah, you know, like doing good karma. Mm. Mm. Like do, do good stuff, yeah. And what's the practical application, like day to day? Like I, I think I spoke to you once and... Uh, you were involved in like project clean or yeah. to stuff like this, like cleaning up the trash, yeah. creating some sewage uh, networks, stuff like this. Yeah, I do a lot of stuff like that. Uh, and then now, because we work with the government, you know, cause, and then we creating a system, actually, like a waste system in Bukit, and then which is now is running well. So I kind of like, okay, it's running now, but some places... It, during the corona, we don't have any problem. Mm. And then now I went back yesterday or two days ago to Ulus and then it started to get that smell again. You know, mm. like that's something we need to work at again. So many people here right now. It's yeah, crazy. It's, it's crazy. You know, like after two years of um, silence, basically, you know, there's no... Um, and then, yeah, two days ago, it's like, you know, it's getting that smell again that mm. we need to do something man it's unsurprising like to, to think that infrastructure can cope with the level of people yeah, coming to it's, bali man it's it's, it's it's fast it's it's massive 
Yeah, it's really massive. Yeah. I, like I spoke to Rizal once and he said, oh, you know, like nowhere changes like Bali, like only Las Vegas yeah. changes like Bali. Yeah. Like the, just, the rate of like how the, the place changed is massive. And you're just about to, to have a child, man. Like, um, you know, how are you feeling about the future of your island now that you're about to bring a life into it? Um, I mean, damn, you know, that's a, 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 a tough question, actually, you know. Actually, me and, and my wife thinking, it was like, shit, we're going to bring a, a human to um, a dying world. <laughs> but then, like, you know, like, maybe that if she had, she have a good guidance that she will make changes mm -hmm. in this part of the island and then she'd be, um, you know, doing a good stuff, like why not? Mm. And then that's um, my part too now that, you know, just uh, uh, give or provide uh, a better place for her, mm. Mm. so a better future. Um, it's tough. I mean, when I think like when it's easier when you have power to do that and then uh, to make changes like that when you have a, a bigger power, that's easier. And then um, uh, hopefully I, I can work on that and then, you know, make changes. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting, you know. It's tough. I guess power comes in the form of having resources. Yeah. And uh, usually financial resources. Yeah, that's that's one. That's a sad, sad fact of the way the system works. Like you're, you know, in capitalism, which is yeah. what we all live under. Really, yeah. every dollar is a vote. You know. Yeah. So the so more hard. dollars you have, the more votes you have, which so, is a bit unfair, but it's yeah. the way it is. Yeah. But uh, man, I often think, you know, I don't have any children, but if I was to bring a child into this world, uh, the only way to survive it would be actually, ironically, to hark back to these um you know a, a lot of hindu mechanisms like mm. yoga meditation the ability to be yeah. okay with change yeah and deal with that's change. that's that's actually the 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 um the number one um what you call it term or like the tool or the, the lesson you know just just being it's, it's to 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 just accept what's happening you know like mm. and then it's hard i mean you want to do want something that never gonna like you don't want something change but then in the other side there's a other factor needed to be have to have the change mm. you know saying like okay you have a business but you need people to be able to support your business to make more money mm -hmm. then it's 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 going on a, a num like a number eight. Yeah, you figure know? eight. Yeah, infinity. <laughs> yeah. You go like goes what was it? What go around back around? Yeah, exactly. Something like what that. Goes yeah. around, uh, comes around. Comes around. Yeah. So um, just try to balance that. I think it's mm. the most important. And then, and some people just they just not accept changes, and then they make them like more stress. Exactly. Well, yeah, it's that's yeah. The, the the definition of stress is the difference between how yeah. things are and how you want them to be. be. Yeah, that gap is is stress. It's, it's it's just it's really close. Yeah, you know. Um, actually, like I, because I'm doing that a lot of like project clean and stuff like that. Like try to help the environment and stuff. At one point, I get that, you know. Uh, thinking too, like being stressful, like ah, why this is not changed, and then shit. I just maybe just have to be just get it in flow and start slowly because we human nature is just like we want it. Mm. Everything is be fast. Man, I've been coming here since I was seventeen, so that's eighteen years, and yeah, I don't think there has been anywhere that's taught me more about life and the universe than this island. Yeah, and I often. The older I get, the more I'm thinking about like karma. The concept of karma is so profound and, and so true. You yeah. Know, it, it's, it's so real. Uh, and, and I often think like, oh man, like, but what about Bali? Like, what did it do to deserve this? You know, it's like mm. all of these people coming to Bali from all over the world, yeah. all trying to make money off the island. You know, these crazy tourism projects, putting pressure on the island. Yeah. 
more and more people, more and more environmental mm. problems. But then I realized I'm like, every person that comes here leaves here having learned something. Mm. And every time you come here, you learn something new, your understanding mm. of karma deepens and deepens and deepens. And, and you cannot, you cannot not be affected by this Island because everybody around you yeah. has bought into this belief system. And it's probably the, the best belief system I know for understanding why things happen the way they are. So, Bali, this tiny little island in mm. the world, is having this effect that is like about 1,000, 1 million times yeah. the, like the size of its actual physical size. It's having this huge Presser. spiritual effect on everybody that comes here. And uh, yeah, that's crazy, man. That, that, that's like something to be... It's just a helpful way to understand the role of this island in the, the grand scheme of things. Yeah. It's like uh, a like a pebble, like a pebble dropped into a pond, you know. And it's yeah, I mean, away. yeah, it's 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 it does. I think I agree with you in some point, but I don't really, because we've seen a lot of uh, development that really ruined the island. Mm. It's sad. Mm. Um, it just, you know, money, money first. I guess everything just ruined everything. Mm. Um, mm. But um, it's actually like, you know, like a, a lot of my friends, I mean, um, that really kind of like, they really enjoy it here. Um, that really like spending time, not just come here to spend their money and then building, making more money and then they left. You know, um, the people that really um, come here, live here, um, making money here, but they live here, they actually uh, affect the, the, the way they live. And then hopefully, um, bringing a better um, a sustainable um, living mm. it's crazy when you step off the plane from australia like the cultural shock is is quite uh extreme in, mm. in a good way yeah because like in australia and america um and a lot of europe you know we lost contact with the spirit world decades yeah. ago yeah you know the only spirit or god that we worship in mm. these countries is money yeah, yeah. And it's making people and the environment very sick. Yeah. But then you step off the plane here and within minutes, like even going through the customs and stuff, uh, you know, you notice that to a person, everybody makes an effort to be kind yeah. and to smile. Yeah. Like this seems like a small gesture, but it's actually like everyone has bought into this idea of karma. So you, you, you give good karma and it's like it, it creates a chain reaction. And as an entire society, it creates a force of yeah. energy, of positive energy. Yeah, I think that's, that's our... It's a, a selling point for us, you know, like, because we, as a Balinese, it's a famous for we're just our kindness, you know, like we are welcoming everyone here. I think that's... That, that's People, people like that, but sometimes um, people take advantage of that. But um, if we still, you know, have that that mentality or um, the kindness and the culture, um, I think we still have a long way to go. Mm. You know, because um, the 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 what you call it, the community and the people, is actually the shape, you know, around people a hundred percent yeah and if like let's say just like Lombok you know like if you go to Lombok it's it's still Indo but it's kind of like have a different kind of vibe or so, go, dude, it's so know, different or or some the island so mm. I think that's uh, the plus point of of, of in, in Bali it's like chalk and cheese I mean that's yeah. a, an Australian I guess term or English term but uh, Lombok to Bali, the, again, the culture shock is so extreme, man. Even yeah. the way the buildings look and the, the way the, the, they have cultivated their lifestyle yeah. is so different. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't want to get too far into that. Mm. But, um, I mean, what are the, how do you feel about your island, like, you know, kind of balancing the spirit world with the money world? Like, do you think Bali's doing a good job at, at this? So far, I think it's good, you know, I mean, it's just like 
a few places that it kind of, but we, the good thing in Bali, we have the, uh, what's it called? Uh, the Banyar. I was about, yeah, the yeah, um, They have their own rule. Mm -hmm. So every village have their own rule. Uh, if that strong, I think it's, you know, it, it, it still have the, the good foundation. So it's, it's better. Um, mm. um, yeah. Yeah, the Banjar is, uh, mm. uh, it's like a, a spiritual council, right? Yeah, a spiritual council and um, what you call it? A traditional, uh, what you call it? Living. Yeah. It, like community. The community, community yeah. leaders, traditional yeah, community leaders. Yeah. I love the idea of this. This is one of the most uh, profound ideas that's come out of Bali, I think, is yeah. this idea that in every community here, there are the spiritual leaders yeah. who uh, make sure that the, the society or the community yeah. is in balance between rich and poor, but mm. also uh, money and spirit world. Yeah. And the best thing about it is the banja are very easy to communicate with. Like, mm. you know, you go to get a coconut in the morning and yeah. your banja guy, like one of them is there next to yeah. you in the queue. So if something's yeah. not going right, yeah. you can tell him straight away. Yeah. But in Australia, we have like a version of the banja. It's called like, like the, the local council, right? Yeah. They're like local politicians. Man, you cannot get fucking near those people. Like, <laughs> in, like rich cars and expensive houses. Yeah. And like, if there's yeah. a problem, good luck like letting them know. You yeah. Know? So... We have this big gap, but in Balinese culture, it's very accountable, man. Very mm. like direct, accountable, like, you know, if shit's going wrong. Yeah. Then the banja is going to know about it real quick and they're yeah. going to have to act. Yeah. It's cool. It's, um, it's, uh, they have their own, the, the good thing they have a, a, a good law and then a strong um, law. So we actually um, kind of like manage the, this, the community. Mm. in that banjar really really close if something happened uh, the banjar quick if you're throwing a party until one o'clock or two o'clock like the banjar will come up to your house and knock it's you know like stuff like that mm. unless like you know making notice um or like if neighbor have you know like someone died the banjar will help and you know or keeping the, the the culture and the society really close and spiritual you know, every ceremony, the banyar will help. You know, like it bring everyone together. I think, I think, um, so the way of Balinese is still living. Mm, yeah, it's the, so the, strong. The, the, the way the Balinese, li the way Balinese living, is it right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if it's if it if that doesn't exist, I don't think it will be the same. No, no, yeah. they are so integral to yeah. the incredible ability to balance the spirit world and the money world like yeah in in other cultures in the west like the money world just fucking consumes the spirit world just eats yeah. it up gobbles it up it's like you know like you're going work every day every time and then like once a month you have to do a banjar work which is like oh, fuck i need to do that otherwise you know not no one gonna be happy or no one gonna help me if i have something ceremony so it kind of like balance it out you know Ah, that's cool. I didn't even know though that. you are, even though you're a high politician, you have to go back to the banjar. That's so. So that's like, okay, hey, dude, like, let's fix this, you know? So amazing. So it's it's easier. You don't have to call, make, hey, what when this? You have to make appointment. So that's 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 a good aspect too. That's so rad, man. Uh, yeah, I saw. I watch from home because I work as a journalist all over like Asia and Australia, yeah. and um, yeah. I, I follow Indonesian. And, and Balinese politics a lot yeah. ever since like, you know, um, I'm, even my mother, like when I was just a little kid, like, cause we're so close to mm. Indonesia, I guess like, um, you know, I, I can even remember being like, my earliest memory is of going to uh, yeah. some protests in Australia about uh, East Timor. There was yeah. a massacre in, yeah. in Dili. Yeah. And uh, this was like in the Sahado era. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people in Australia are super angry about that, mm. you know, protesting, thousands of people protesting yeah. in Sahado and, yeah. and then Sahado Falls. And then uh, I guess like I've always paid attention to Indonesia because it's like uh, people still have a lot of heart here. And like, man, like people are so, have so much courage in standing up to mm. these like bad people. 
Um, like I, I've had the pleasure of interviewing uh, a number of the musicians, like you know Robbie from the yeah, Killer, yeah. and Jerings from Superman is yeah. Dead, and uh, Danny, and you know like learning about bands like Marginal, like yeah. th this this incredible punk scene mm. where you know these guys are like punk, but they're also Hindu or Muslim and mm. very spiritual people, mm. and they really care about their country and their island and they're, yeah. they're willing to risk being killed man like it's so ballsy you know like jerings is man that guy is yeah. uh fuck like he they've he, tried to kill him pretty much mm. like throw acid in his face and yeah. like navicular like going to protest the palm oil and the plantations and the mm. orangutans and and then seeing jerings as well and the tolak reclamasi uh, yeah. thing in, in, watching that from australia can you explain a bit about um what tolak reclamasi was was because that was a fucking a in, cool thing to say yeah the the tolak reclamasi is a movement to against um uh they tried to reclamate the benoa mm. the 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 bay which is a lot of mangrove uh, for there and then um where's the toll road now they try to make a in, was that artificial land? Right. Fill it in. Fill it in. Fill in Banal fill, Harbor, fill, uh, Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. And then um, just making another resort and stuff, which is we can't access if you don't have money. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, and the it's it too much pressure too. Like what we we the Balinese scared of, like because you know how the traffic even now not on a high season. You know, like it's it crazy, and then like the amount of people. Uh, they can stay here. Uh, we just too much, and then now you're gonna make another artificial island, making another project which is gonna bring more people. So it's what it's gonna be. Mm. You know, just too much. That's why it's good that we the the local we fight for it. Hopefully, it doesn't happen. Mm. But um, fuck, it's hard, man. I'll tell you, the scale of the protest was crazy. Yeah, it was big. It was big, like Fuck. four or five years. Four, yeah, like been going on like four or five years. How many people? It looked like there was like tens of thousands yeah, of people. Yeah, it's a lot of, lot of people in Bali. Thousands, like yeah. the photos was just like, as far as you could see, people, everyone in traditional like yeah. white uh, yeah. Hindu dress. Hindu and... dress, um, common. Um, that's a lot. It's, it's good, you know. But um, you never know when... The higher rank people want to do something, mm. you know, they get the power. But then, if if the 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 community stays strong, I think we can at least, if we're not stopping it, at least we like slow it down until like, you know. Yeah, I mean, like the ability to get that many people together. Yeah, like it's huge. You, the, the government, the developers, they can't proceed, you mm. know. As long as there is that communication between the yeah. Banjars and all the communities yeah. and they have the ability to get that amount of people on the streets, mm. like, you will yeah. always have a, 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 some bargaining chips at the table. Yeah. You'll have some yeah. power to power, push back. Yeah. But, um, yeah, just, just, just good to see when the Banjar, most of the Banjar in Bali actually, like, on the street that day, especially until now. Yeah, you know, like we, we still have that spirit. Man, the spirit was strong. Yeah. It's, again, like uh, it's just more evidence of the impact of this little island on mm. the global culture. It's yeah. cool, man. And what about surfing? Like, um, you know, you talk about being a community leader, and I yeah. guess it must help that you know you're a very talented surfer and a senior surfer now getting older mm. um that must enable you to have even more influence on the youth yeah 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 it, it does i think um um especially yeah now i just have to uh, keep on track on that doing that you know like just being being a, a good role model and uh, give the the kids guidance mm. I think you do a really good job of that, man. I, I remember surfing Padang one day. Uh, it was like pretty pumping, and I watched. Uh, you know, you, you, I think from memory, like you had spent the morning doing your typical ritual, yeah. like praying yeah. and doing some like uh, community work, and then you know you, you paddle out, and uh, I just, I mean, I never forget. I've never seen this before. Like in a super crowded lineup, 
you know, you're smiling and the entire crowd like just went whoosh, like parted. Like, like <laughs> or maybe I just yelled to them like, don't stay, don't stay near me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it, was nothing, it was nothing like that. Yeah. It was like the respect, you didn't have to say a word. Yeah. The respect was everyone knew who you were and there was, because of the way you carry yourself, like the respect was so big and everyone moved and then like you sat for a bit and then a set came and I remember you saying thank you. You thanked like, I don't know who you were thanking, but you thanked, you said thank you as you paddled into this thing and just got fucking blown yeah. out of like an eight foot thing. And I feel like you almost went straight in with dry hair. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. No, I mean, Super classic. yeah, I've been doing, uh, uh, you know, like I always try to be a positive in the water, you know, just try to smile at each other, you know, talk or, or just, being a good five, you know, like especially Padang, it'd be like 100 or 200 people in the lineup. I mean, it's no, I mean, at last, last swell, I was there for a while, but then like most of the, like, you know, the past few years, I just go out to catch one, two, three, I go in. Mm. And then just, you know, one wave will make you happy or you're like, ah, done that, and then go in. Yeah. You know, and then um, just, it's a lot of hassling, you know, I don't want to get that into that vibe. Just, just not making my, my surf session not enjoyable. Mm -hmm. So every surf, I just want to be enjoy. And then that's what I, I tell the, the kids or the, the, the new, you know, reaper. Just, you know, just have fun out there, you know, like you will get your wave. You don't have to, you know, be aggro about it. Mm, and, and and not be greedy about it. Yeah. I think that that seems to be the problem. That like it's never enough. Yeah, and seems to be the that's when all the the trouble starts. Like yeah, if you if you want to catch three waves, yeah, like that is enough. Yeah, and you can be really happy. Mm. Go in, be happy, and you can keep the peace in the lineup. But when you don't have a a goal or a limit, yeah, it's, it just shit just goes a bit haywire. Oh, just to the roof. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, as a human, I, sometimes I do that too, you know, like, of you know, I mean, you have a bad, bad session, but um, toward the end, I was like, shit, what I'm doing here? I just, I just go in, mm. have my coffee or tea, just hang out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't just, you don't want to stuck in there. Mm. That's the problem. Sometimes people just like want to be stuck in there mm. or, you know, like some sessions like, damn, this is not right. And then just, just go in and reach, re, re, was a recharge, refresh, and then go back, try another spot. One of the things I've noticed in my time here is, uh, particularly on this trip, is that the happiest people in the lineup are mm. the locals, which mm. is usually not the case. Like when you travel all around the world, yeah. in Australia in particular, the locals always are like, you know, localism, right? They're trying to lock their spot down and yeah. they're kind of angry at the outsiders and they're super greedy, they yeah. want too many waves. But here it's almost the opposite of that where like the angriest people are like often traveling surfers who are like super stressed and trying to catch too many waves. And I guess maybe they think they've spent all this money to get here. Mm. So they have to justify that by catching X amount of waves. And yeah, it's one of the only places I can think of where the local kids are happier than the traveling kids. Yeah, I think um, sometimes it's they get angry. Of course. But then you know, like what causing them angry, mm. you know, you have to find the, the, the problem. Um, Cause we got a lot of people coming in. Like we always want, you know, just at basic, um, we always like to smile and, and, you know, if people just say hi to us and then they will, they will say hi back to you. You know, if some people, this is just gone, they don't know how, 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 it worked, you know, like they just go out, like try to be deepest and then not say hi to the boat, like the locals or that's when things get wrong, mm. you know, that's what, 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 when I travel, I used always to like try, you know, just maybe sit in a lineup for one or two hours and then say hi to the locals, just make my way out, mm. up. And like the next day it would be like, Hey, I saw you yesterday. Take this one. You get that. Mm. I, I think that's, that's the most uh, tools, like, <laughs> you know, trick I do. And then some people like they, they travel, they don't understand about that. They're just like, oh, this is pumping wave, jump straight. And then just like uh, bringing that not not good vibe and then just pissing off the, the local. So, I mean, they 
it's not always going to be a good vibe. But then if you're doing a right way, I think you're on a good track. Mm, mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting to see Bali as well. Like, you know, go through different phases of yeah. how to care for your local spots. Like, yeah. you know, in the beginning, like super pure, like happy, you know, like morning of the earth, 1970s, yeah, yeah, like yeah. nobody around. And now like, hundred people turn out. <laughs> yeah. And then I guess through the eighties, nineties, then there was like the influence of like, uh, the Dahui and like, yeah. there was even a black shorts here in, in Bali, but ultimately like that wasn't a very good fit for Balinese mm. culture. Maybe it works in Hawaii, but it, it yeah. didn't seem to last long here. Mm. Why was that? Do you think? I think it's, it's like, like that, like um, the infinity, you know, mm. we need, we still need people to come in to make, to, to make, to, to, that's our, like tourism, mm. you know? So if we do that, people are going to run away. Mm-hmm. So there's what for, we can surf here at like what, three, three, 365 days a year, is mm-hmm. it right? Probably mm-hmm. around 300. And then, so we have to know to like, Okay, like we serve one hour and then it's now the business and then like s- some bad one that we need to tell what to do and then the, the good one, you know, like being good, you know, a good karma. Mm. If you see the bad one and then you get bad one. Yeah. And man, talk to us about the, I mean, fire. you've won two Rip Curl Cups at Padang. Yeah. Uh, this is... I think unprecedented or definitely unprecedented for yeah. a Balinese or Indonesian so far. And uh, I mean, when was the first one? Like 2013, 2014? 2013. 2013. Yeah. Man, talk to us about this event because, you know, the waves are cooking. You're this local kid from this little village. Yeah. And you're surfing against like Bruce Irons and like Damien oh, it's Hopgood. A, it's, like, it's uh, you know, dream come true, especially I, I grew up here and winning it. Um, and especially Padang, you know, it's like pipeline. Yeah. You know, it's like the ultimate uh, Bali wave. The Balinese pipeline, they call yeah. it. Uh, uh, it's so good they had to name it twice, right? Yeah. Padang, Padang. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so you have to remember that. Um, you know, like, because Padang only breaks twice or three, four times a year, you know, it's, it's such an um, epic wave. And then, Every swell guarantee cover in a magazine before or a video. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and it's like a good uh, feel too. Like, because they do it, I think 2000, the first one, 2004, 2003. Only like, it's kind of like a local competition. Mm-hmm. And then they change the format after a few years. And then they kind of like only invite eight, like, you know, like a few good names. And then it kind of start like bringing like more attention to to the contest, and then it's it's a fun, it's an epic con. Like every everyone like to get battle, so yeah. And it, so it went from being a uh, local comp, and then it was the CT for one year. Yeah, that was two thousand. Was it two thousand ten? No, something like that. Yeah, two thousand nine. Kelly 2000? did the switch foot. Yeah, show yeah, and, yeah. Uh, who won that? Bruce. 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 Bruce I uh, think. Bruce. Yeah. Yeah, what are your memories of uh, the CT here, man? That must well, have been crazy. Epic, epic, yeah. Seeing that um, the, a lot of a top level guys surfing Padang, just mind blowing, you know. Mm. And then um, this, they had it at Padang one or two days, and then they they moved to Ulus. Mm-hmm. It was sick. It was a, a, a grow like like twelve years ago. Mm. Yeah, man, that good to see. That switch tube, Slater's switch tube, is still yeah. like. <laughs> One of the craziest things I've ever seen. Mm. It was like, he got, gets barreled at the start, comes out, and then the stance, second, yeah. second shoot. The Fuck end ball. Up. So crazy. But back to you, uh, you winning the event, man. Like, what are your memories of that day? Because, uh, you know, the, um, I talk us through the event from like the morning you woke up till the, the end of it, you know? Yeah, it's been surfing like that for like a long time. It's, 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 it's a dream, you know, to won such a prestigious event. Like, um, Winning pro juniors before and other comp, it doesn't. It's not the same feeling, and so to win that in 2013, actually the la, the, the the earlier year, I came third or fourth, and then I was in a few final and a few times. Uh, second on the 
2012, Chris Ward um, took the win last second, so I was devastated. Um, and then the next year, I just you know like wanted. And uh, what feel epic? Yeah, it was like yeah. a 19 out of 20 or something in the final, right? Yeah. Like fucking almost a perfect, yeah, perfect number. Yeah, it was, was, was epic. And the, the winning wave came on the on the buzzer, like yeah. right at the end? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Do you feel like, uh, can you talk us through, I know that when you go surfing, you have like um, a kind of ritual like where like you pray before you go surfing. Yeah. And it's a, like back again, we... The way of Balinese, we we appreciate when we we praise everything that in this universe, um, you know, like ocean is the most sacred, one of the most sacred uh, place to be. You know, you don't wanna. Uh, it can be an evil, it can be a, a angel. Mm. Um, so every time we go surf, I mean, I surf. We always, you know, pray to be, to be guidance and 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 just to. To have a, a good fun and you know respect them, respect the the the, the ocean, mm. and then yeah, through that 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 event, I just like you know, if I win, it's they choose the the ocean chose me to get the best wave, and then the the best wave will come. So you just have to be if they don't, and then you're not gonna get it. And like, do you think the ocean, the gods rewarded your persistence because you come so close so I, many times? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, you know, because um, Padang Padang too is a, a sacred uh, place. We do ceremony often. We do like a lot of ceremony there. And just, what you call it? Yeah. I think that day just the the ocean the the ocean god actually choose choose me. Yeah. I mean if you <laughs> But get... then sometimes too they don't they don't like okay this is not that time. Yeah. You like get this year thrown on the reef. Straight <laughs> <laughs> to a hospital, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a sacred of course it's like a big huge power. Yeah. yeah. And who are the guys that like mentored you like in surfing, you know? Who are the guys, the local guys who helped you and um my uncle, yeah, actually my uncle teach me how to surf and then just teach me how to be in the water, actually. Um, and then my brother too, we surf together and then I think they, he's really influenced me in the water. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what about like uh, in terms of like the big names, who are the, the big surfers who are older than you? Like I guess Rizal is the biggest. Yeah. Um, but who else? Like, and who did who did you like, in in terms of performance? Like, maybe not. They're not even from Indonesia. Maybe yeah. from um, anywhere. But who did you like model your? Balinese. I I I look up to Madi Suitra mm -hmm. and Wayan Gantiasa, and then um, Madelana. Um, Madelana. Madelana. Wow. What one yeah. of the most stylish he, surfers oh, yeah. in history. He actually um, after my uncle Richie and then he. he he took me in under his wing. He kind of like helped me a lot too when I was a grom. Like uh, my uncle, my brother, and my uncle, uh, Rich uh, Madelana, he helped me through my 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 grom days, mm. and my mom too, especially. <laughs> Talk but to um, yeah, Madelana is like kind of like uh, teach me how to surf ulus and 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 just surfing big waves. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I mean, man, racetracks is a hard wave to surf backside, yeah. and he yeah. makes it look easy. He's turned that wave into an art form backside. Oh. It's crazy. One foot to fifteen foot is still surf the same. You know, it's just so amazing. Just, I don't think no one can really beat his style. Like, you know, to comparison, maybe a few, but to to watch Madelana, you know, just. Let's go out there and just tread. Just such uh, a underrated, like it's epic. I, yeah, I get the tingles on my uh, body, like when I think about him surfing, because it's like the the ultimate story of the the local underground. Yeah, guy. like his, uh, you know, his speed and positioning, 
Um, and the flow, like, yeah, I have never seen anyone surf it like him and it's mm. his local spot. And, you yeah. know, unless you've been coming here a lot, a, a lot, you wouldn't even know who he is. Yeah. But he yeah. surfs it better than any professional surfer mm. that I've seen out there, really. So, oh, so sick, man. Uh, can you tell us a bit about Marte Lana, like his story, you know? I don't know anything about him, uh, like, apart from just watching him surf over the years. Um, well... He's just such a legend, I've just put it that way. You mm. know, he's, he, he's from Ulus, he grew up here, and then um, he's just basically at the beach the whole time. Because mm. he had that, that uh, beach bar, right? Right. Uh, the edge. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you go to Ulus at sunset, if, for sure he's going to be there with his beard on his hand. <laughs> and then he, if the wave pumping, he'd be paddled surf one hour catch a few waves and then go back that's i think that's what i learned too in surfing too like like look up to madelana such a good five you know like always smiling in the mm. water and then he will catch two good wave and then go you know it's like where's he going <laughs> you know like oh cool so um yeah so it's such a legend oh, that's rad that he set the tone like that yeah gosh. and then just don't don't just don't mess with him too he's a it's quite a, a big Balinese guys, fully, it's, it's yeah. fully um, bulky, so you don't want to yeah, uh, piss him off. He's like a <laughs> half like Balinese Buddha, half Balinese Jesus with his yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, man, that's so classic. And what about COVID, man? Like, how did you guys uh, how did you guys fare through that? I mean, no tourism, no money coming in. Um, luckily. You know, like, I, I mean, Kuta and Seminyak hit pretty hard. Um, luckily, here we got the wave. You know, people still kind of, like, stick around here, even though it's not, like, you know, 2019. But at least there's some money going around. And then we don't have that strict rule. I mean, we had it for, like, two months, like, at the start. I can't go out, can't go to the beach. And then at the end, you know, like, let's just go out and then see what happened. Oh, really? What, so what you they... kind of were breaking the law in a sense. Like, you didn't know what the... Yeah. You just started surfing one day. Yeah. yeah. And then, wow. like, because after that two, three months, and then we, we talked to the, the community leader and then said, like, hey, you know, this is, could be um, a benefit for us, you know. Why don't we just let everyone surf? And then if it's go bad, if we go bad. If it's not, then we just, you know. And then people actually from Changu move, like come here and stay to go to the beach. Yeah. You know, so cool. it's actually like, it's helping the local, um, uh, like the massage lady, the, the one selling sarong, that's, they really hurt the most, you know, like mm -hmm. stuff like that. And then, Luckily for us, 2020, we still have saving, but 2021 was like, oh, damn, what's going to happen? Mm. But then um, we still surf. The wave were pumping, was pumping. And then, um, yeah. And like elsewhere in the island where they, they didn't have the money, like what happened? Like, did they, like... Did they go back to the family home and uh, like f what were people going fishing and growing food? A lot of, or, yeah, a lot of people like, especially like people that work in a big hotel, mm. you know, like a lot of them, they go back to their, their, their home mm. um, town. Or it's, let's say like from Karangasam, Bangli and stuff like that, they go back and then, because it's too expensive to live here, especially like, you know, if you don't have jobs. Because a lot of, a lot of, big hotels close or even like just 50% um, operational, you know. It's interesting. It probably gave the island a, a break, a, a break yeah. yeah, a chance to recover. I, I'm one of the stories I covered here was like a, a water crisis, you know, yeah. like too yeah. many hotels sucking the water out yeah. of the bore and like salt water coming in and fuck man, like it's scary it, shit. Yeah, it's kind of like give in a good way actually the, during COVID actually bringing uh, the family together, you know, yeah. kind of like hang out. There's a lot of free time, you know. There's a lot of, there's school is not, you know, there's no school. So like 
kid kind of hang out with the family. So it's good to see. And then a lot of kids that go surf, you know, like with the, the pattern, it's, it's a lot of grums because the, the, the coffee. Mm. And then, <clears throat> um, yeah, it, it give a break for the island too. It's just 2019 and just, you can see now, you know, like it when everything back to normal, just like <laughs> back again. Yeah. So we kind of like miss that. Because before, like, we're saying, it's like, oh, let's go to Changu. It's only like 14 minute drive. Yeah. Now yeah. you're like, ah, no way. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm not going there. Yeah. You know, like, it's, but then, uh, you know, it's always plus minus. Mm. Did you get to travel around Indonesia during the COVID? Uh, time? 2020, yeah. Must have um, scored some crazy yeah. waves, man. Went to, we went to desert a few times, we went to Lekki. Because um, back then we still have a good amount of saving, yeah. So it's like, oh, let's do a trip. It's gonna be a cheap one, you know. Like, um, I went to, I think I went to Talos too, at some point. I think, oh, I think so. Yeah, love that place. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was, it was a fun time. And then 2021 was like, shit, is this, this is. We just torched all our money on surf trips. <laughs> what and, are we gonna eat? And just like a lot of like, you know, like drinking barbecue, you know, because. We kind of like just sat back, it's like, oh, this is, you don't have to worry about, mm. you know, businesses. I mean, I'm, we worry, but it kind of like, because everyone is there, you know, like maybe your, look, my friend work, like most of them work in a hotel that's kind of like, they have more time, like free time. Mm. We go surf, we do barbecue after that. And then, um, yeah. And did, did people use that time to like catch more fish or, and were you like, instead of money, could you trade like fish for rice or like um, this kind of thing? Like, was there another economic uh, exchange system? The, the way of life, I think, yeah. And um, some, a lot of people that work in the tourism industry or hotel, they go back and they're thinking, it's like, oh, I'm gonna start a new business that not dependent on, on tourism. Mm, I like if, that. Even though it's still dependent on tourism, but not so much. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people like, oh, maybe I should making um, a constructor company, you know, or doing sell, selling a ceremony like my mom, like the the Banten. You know, it 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 it, it, it does change a bit. It's like uh, it's cool, man, because it gives you the opportunity to reconnect more yeah. with traditional ways. Yeah. And sometimes, man, you, you've become so disconnected from your traditional way of life, you forgot how fucking good it was. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. hold on, like you get this little you know? taste again of like yeah. what it's like to be able to chill. Yeah, you have less money, but you know, health is wealth. At yeah. the end of the day, you have more time to pray and do yoga and yeah. be with your loved ones. And uh, you can reassess, you know, when you go back to working at the mm. hotel, maybe like, you know what? This isn't that good, man. Mm. Like, yeah, I get paid more money, but fuck, I'm working 10 hour days. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. stuck in some fucking stupid room. Yeah. Some stupid boss. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's happening. Yeah. It's, yeah. Man, that's, that's, that's super interesting. Mm. Um, uh, what was I had one other question. But it's gone, man. <laughs> dude, that's, uh, yeah, I'll let you go, dude. No Thank worries. you so much no for worries. Uh, coming no up worries. here to have you on with us. And yeah. uh, love what you do. Love the message that you Thanks. spread. And uh, hopefully, uh, yeah, we can continue to learn from this culture and continue to kind of reconnect with something deeper yeah. than just fucking money. But I'm still still learning too about this culture. So, uh -huh. yeah. But um, we're just spreading love, good vibes. You know, good karma, that's the most important. Yeah. Sick, man. Thanks so much. No worries. You.